Hello, Sorensen Sam. This will be a rather truncated intro, but I just had to translate for my mom for the first time in my life. My accent has... I, I typically have, if you don't know me well, or haven't known me long, I suppose, I naturally have a rather thick Chicago accent, and it, it just kind of dissipated slowly over the years. It returns whenever I talk to somebody from home. But for the most part, it's rather neutral. Uh, I'm from the Midwest, but it's just kind of neutralized further uh, as I realized that I say things like, I can do that rather than I can do that. Not that that's particularly Chicago, but it's a part of it. But still, it was just like, that was a harrowing realization for myself. And there's also, I realized that rather than house, with an S, I say house, houses, stuff like that. Um, and I wasn't fond of that. So, um, yes. But what was I saying? Uh, and house, like, I think that's even more of like an international thing. I don't know that that is strictly American. So I have a soft American, <laughs> soft general American accent, is what I have become. Uh, but the point is, I'm meeting my mom at this cafe called Box and Barber. And I said, box, like, kind of like that. And I don't know what she heard, but she said, box? Like, <laughs> back to me, there, Chicago. I was like, yeah, box. <laughs> and it's just funny that I had to translate like that for the first time, because I've never had such a clear gap. I'm picking up little seashells. <laughs> I'm on the beach. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should have given that context. Uh, if you hear the waves in the back. I am at Fishroll Beach in Newquay in Cornwall, which was its own nation, is its own nation, should be. So sad that it doesn't get recognized. I really need to hurry up, otherwise my mom's going to get upset that it took me so long to get there. She's driving because it's like misty rain and her excuse was it could turn into a storm at any minute but I think she just didn't want to walk across the beach because she's as soon as I say my accent has neutralized I say beach <laughs> like what <laughs> um, I have to get up this dune and I have to make sure that I'm doing it in the right place um, yes so I have to make sure I get back in time, but I've been taking little notes along the way. I think I'll make a podcast episode about it because writing about it, I think, is typically when I have all the words for things and I just need space to externalize it, whereas I prefer to talk things through, even if it's just with myself, if I have some concept but it's not fully thought through. I think that's why speaking was hard for me for a long time is because I need things like I need to be seen as so capable and so adept in that to not have something fully formed is <laughs> was not part of me. Okay, but I have to take a picture. Anyway, we'll expect that later or right now for you. So I'm in my hotel lobby, which I thought could maybe have some fun background noise rather than be too distracting that's the hope is it's like those like the song is playing um but there's a party in the background you know 
um, or something. Like, I don't think I phrased that right, but hopefully you know what I'm talking about if you're, if you're online at all. Uh, it's kind of weird no longer. I did not intend to talk about this, but I was, I was a very deeply chronically online person. Like, just Tumblr forever and ever. Twitter as well. Um, because I do, like, so I, this theory kind of has two points, is that, like, every high school least in the u.s i'm sure this could be a global thing at this point honestly um would have like a different preferred social media um but that also kind of aged out at least in my high school so if you were like two years above me it was a facebook high school formerly um but then my age and below we were all like very twitter um it might not be the case anymore but at least the whole time i was there it was all twitter so very deep twitter and tumblr um then do with that what you will. Uh, so it's just very strange now that I'm so, I so purposefully <laughs> extracted my roots from an online presence to just to be very limited to Instagram. And I'm very cognizant of the fact that it's such a shallow media. Even like the reels I watch, like they they make me happy because it's just silly animal videos and whatever now. Um, but great song, sorry. I'm so sorry that you had to hear that. Uh, but great song. Uh, the thing about this being like a nice hotel is that the staff keeps coming to check on me, which is what makes me nervous. So hope that just ends up looking like something else. Um, <laughs> it looks like a call is what I'm trying to say. Um, but... Yeah, so it's weird to extract my internet roots. And I feel as though it's made a big difference in my life, honestly. And that I'm kind of just waiting to go to China for it to, like, extract that fine a little bit, as I won't really have Instagram access at all, unless I'm traveling whenever I go to, like, Japan to see my family or stuff like that. Um, which I'm really looking forward to. It'll be hard to not have contact with my friends, but that's okay. And I can't remember if I've made this point on here, but what I was initially trying to start with is that um, I'm in London, and I just had dinner with one of my friends that I made when I was here. And I'm really proud of myself for making a lot of new friends this summer and, like, working through some difficult situations with other people in my life. Um, they're, like, just very transitory, a lot of new beginnings, just, like, a lot of uncertainty and how... I handled it, how I approached things, and really learning to be present, even in those transitions, kind of became, like, an identifying point for me, to the point that it was, like, just such a relief to just get dinner with a friend and catch up. Uh, really, really meant a lot to me to just be in a place where I'm comfortable, and I'm so glad to have had this, I'm just grateful to be on this trip in general, but, um, I really like having a little transition period of travel in between two places because it's it gets you into that transition mindset further of like, okay, it can be a little uncomfortable, whatever. Um, but I'm also glad it's in a place that I'm a bit familiar with. Even though I did go to Wales, which is completely new to me, I went hiking. And that's my favorite thing to do whenever I feel unsettled traveling is I just go for some hike, whatever is accessible to me. Because even though, like, obviously the flora and fauna is different everywhere, that feeling of being in nature is so the same everywhere that it just immediately grounds me. Just always reminded that we're all people 
everybody, every, anybody, anywhere in the world you could be loved, that kind of thing. Um, can always appreciate the nature, everything like that. Um, so yeah, it's just, just very grateful to be here, but it was so nice to just have dinner with a friend that I'm in London. We've been friends for a little under two years now, which feels kind of insane to say. And a lot of the people in my life since then have been, if you like the MBTI, they've been T's, specifically TJ's, which is nice because I am as well. So we're all just like very analytical, very on the ball to some degree, very whatever, you know what I mean? Um, Which is nice because it's how I'm like, but it, this friend is an FP and Oh, it was just so comfortable. It was so nice to just be like, especially because I was an INFP for so long, which is what he is. Um, that is just like so comfortable, so easy. Conversation is such like a fun little flow. Um, we just sat down and there was things that I like wanted to ask him about. Like I came into thinking about, um, and usually with like my T or TJ friends that like that's good, probably going to be the first points, but it took us so long to even get there. Um, because we're just, like, always getting off the ball, coming back around, and, yeah, so it was just, oh, it was so refreshing to just be comfortable, and I think it's also partially because even with the friends that I am comfortable with, I was leaving, and that just, like, for some of my friends, that's difficult. Some of my friends have gone a bit MIA since I left because it's just, like, it's not easy coping it brings up some existential issues for them and uh yeah and that's hard for me but I do really understand that and I'm grateful that this isn't the first time I've encountered it with them otherwise I might take it personally or to heart or something or you know read into it too much but now I just know how to be supportive um but yeah no so just my leaving has kind of also been the context for a lot of things and with this friend um, both my friends in London, that is, but I only got dinner with him because everyone else was out of town. Uh, but, what should I call it? What did I say? Oh, but our, like, because I've gone, come back to London several times since leaving. It's just like, it's, oh, that's kind of always the context is that it's just like, oh, just like, this is just catching up with the friends sometimes. Like, it's not framed as leaving so much per se and like I'll be back in the UK in December so it's not like like we already know when we'll see each other again like it's fine uh so it was nice to just like normalcy I guess is what I'm saying it was nice to know that things are still easy sometimes and it was lovely to have that reminder before going to this completely new place and it's only hitting me now that because London's last stop before Shanghai so now that we're done with all the traveling it's really (laughs) grounded into me that or barreled into me rather that I'm going I'm moving to a country I've never been to which is wild to me um but I'm very very excited um yeah I'm so so excited I know it's gonna be a lot of work but I always knew that and now it's just preparing and I still have one last lovely day with my mom in London I'm really excited because we're going to St. John's restaurant which Anthony Bourdain said would be his death row meal. And I also finished my role of film today, taking pictures of my friend. Um, so I get to drop that off tomorrow. 
uh, yeah, so just excited for that role. Honestly, I don't know if I'm sure they have film places in Shanghai, but I don't know because it is a media that became outdated and is only like trendy in certain places. I don't know if it's trendy enough in Shanghai that it'll be accessible for me to get film, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. Um, but just kind of going to be interesting to figure that out. But I've also been planning a lot of trips um, because I know it's going to be hard work, so I want like little things to look forward to, like a weekend in Taipei or a weekend in Tokyo. Or then it's going to already going to be, because I'm planning Taipei October, Tokyo November, and then I'm going to see my mom at Christmas in the UK in December. So that's already the first semester gone, which feels absurd. Like, that's, that's something I was talking to my friend about today, is like, with the master's program only being a year, is that you start the program, and then you already have to start applying for jobs and thinking about the end, and like, preparing on how to get there. And then just like that, essentially, your next year, even though it's not complete, is all planned out. Like, it's done in its own unique way. So time's really been freaking me out, which I've talked about a lot here. Um, but yeah, planning those trips so that way, like, with all the hard work, I'm able to, you know, do that. But also because I'm not allowed to work in China, bank account looking scary. <laughs> but let's not think about that um, too much. I have to think about it. But luckily the food is expensive in Shanghai. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, but it's also been interesting to kind of have, because my mom and I, it was just the two of us in house for so long that it's like, for lack of a better way to say this, you almost never get a break from the person or it's just like you always have to like, live in their context there's always something you have to keep in mind with the person and that's just like basic human decency but it's just so constant that you're never on some level allowed to be your own person you're always existing just in reference to somebody um that you can't get outside of it and you can't like see it for what it is you it's just everything feels so personal i guess is what i'm getting at and now that i've lived away from my mom for so long and just so much has passed between us and it's kind of always been hitting me that like every time we see each other it just gets less and less every year is what's going to happen ultimately and it makes every time that we do see each other so much more special it like it weighs so much more because of all the time we had together as like me with growing up and not that I'm not still not that she isn't still but you know just all the groundwork is what makes is what makes the now mean anything on some level I guess um but as that hits me, it's been like, I see she's still, I guess what I'm kind of saying in some ways, like she's still the same, but I've changed so much or I've grown so much or I'm able to see so much um, and kind of just accept things now. And that's part of like, as every year I just am able to accept a lot more about her um, as I'm able to see it more clearly. And this was the first time where I felt like it's getting to a majority where I can just kind of like, see it and let go and there's even some like small points that I can actually talk to her about because um she she really does not mean to and it just comes from a place of anxiety and it does come from a place of love but she is a manipulative person on some level where if she's sad about me going or sad with something related to me she'll frame it as though I like hate her 
Um, <laughs> and she did that again today. And she was like, are you going to China because you hate me? And I said, Mama, my life is not about you. And I've never, like I said, very nicely, very calmly, but it's just, I've never even been able to say that much before. And that for a long time, I couldn't say anything like vaguely serious to my mom without crying. Um, and I was not allowed to cry in front of my mom growing up, so it took us a long time to get to this point. And then this trip, I'm also trying to reconcile that point for myself quite deeply, is um, that, whatchamacallit, um, yeah, so she'll, like I said, she'll like cry, frame it as like, oh my god, you hate me, you're leaving, all that kind of thing, like just guilt tripping. And that's just always made me really angry, I guess. Like, her crying always makes me angry. She's getting her ice. Um, but it would make me angry because I wasn't allowed to cry. And she's the only person I have this standard for. So I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, why is it only for her? And then I realized it's because I was like, I was held to such an impossible standard growing up because my mom had a very difficult life. And so it's the kind of thing of like, she lives kind of reactionarily in some way. In some ways, she's done a great job unpacking so much of the difficulties she's had, which I really so deeply commend her for. And I'm so grateful that I haven't had a lot of what she worked on passed down to me, more generational trauma, you know? Um, yeah, so I'm glad I haven't had that passed down. She's done a lot of work. Um, I feel like I completely lost my train of thought. I was going too fast, and then I realized I was going too fast forgot where I was um it's also just a lot of people suddenly it's kind of weird because it's almost 11 but I guess people are checking in late night from flights or going to the bar or whatever um that's Americans jet lag I kind of like that about hotels though lots of people with the jet lag um but you know so she's just got um her kind of issues So yeah, just not dealing with the, oh, she had a hard childhood. She impacted, she was living reactionarily. So she did for me what she wished her parents had done. And it's kind of like, but then you're still going, you are still loving me and raising me in the ways that you wish were done. It's not treating me as my own person. And therefore my life has kind of just always been a tool for her to live through. And if I don't do things exactly according to plan, I can always tell there's some discontent. Um, malcontent, I actually think, might be the right word there. Uh, I do that a lot, just trying to find the right word and not placing it properly. Uh, I don't really know anybody else that does that. And I don't know if it's annoying, but no one's ever commented on it. Um, I like it because it's kind of fun for me to like always play with meaning, those kinds of things in my life a lot. Um, so yeah, just kind of slowly bring head some of those things. And I'm finally able to also verbalize this better um, without getting too caught up in it. Like I said, just being able to accept it as well as notice things. Because I used to always notice every little thing where I'd be like, uh, it's so upsetting to me when she does this. And now I can just see that's the through line, you know, like that's that's the complete complex going on here. Um but she's very proud of me, and I am so proud of my mom. I, like, all the lives that she's built, and now that I've had multiple lives, I've lived in so many cities, done all of these, gone, lived in multiple countries, going to live in 
with other consonants, you know, traveled so much on my own even. Uh, I just have so much respect for everything she's done for herself and for me, you know? Um, and so just grateful that we've gotten to this point. And I'm so glad that I've had this trip to really solidify that closeness with her in a way as well. And I, I've realized, so another side note, but still related is that whenever I came home, I was always a little confused, I guess. Like, I was glad, grateful. So I'm just such a, like, so grateful for everything in my life, honestly. Um, because I love myself, and I'm grateful for everything that has shaped me. Which is to say, everything in my life, everything every day has. Um, but every one person comes in the room, I get so distracted. Oh. Um, <laughs> so grateful for everything oh but she would like she just does anything for me which I'm which is a wonderful thing and I'm very blessed um but she'll like do my laundry for me without me like asking or if I do ask for something it I'll be like oh could you make or like we have this way we make popcorn that I like and I'll be like oh could you make me popcorn today and she just like will as soon as she's like right on the spot her and I are kind of similar in that way where it's like if we want something done we kind of mean it right away because it's like we're kind of like of very intuitive people where it's like uh, if it's not planned and we suddenly want something like we had to do it then like it's kind of weird so she'll just do it for me immediately um or we'll do it ourselves if someone else isn't able to and there's like no emotional weight to that which I think is hard for a lot of people to understand um but just let's do everything for me immediately. And for the longest time, I was like, oh, maybe she just didn't want me to grow up, you know, like, purpose as a mom. But recently, like I said, with, like, weird transitions in my life with, like, friends, people, whatever, um, you kind of, even just, like, friendships that, like, changes, they become uh, long distance. Like, I'm not going to be able to show up for some of my best friends in the way that I once did, like, where it could just be, like, us sitting on a couch and that's it, because we don't like text law, we don't whatever, and we we just and we don't even talk that much. We just like like each other's presence. And I'm not gonna be able to show that. Like having it's so the flea the concept from Fleabag of like, where do I put this love for somebody? Like being able to show somebody you love them is so big. It's like it's such a major part of life. And so it just I understand now that she just wanted to show me. She loves. She wants to show me she loves me while she's here because she doesn't know what to do with the amount of love that she has for me the rest of the time. And now I kind of understand how all-consuming that is um, in a very deeply visceral way, which I'm grateful for because it's like that. Even though I'm going through some of the toughest heartbreak of my life this year in so many, so many ways, um, it's allowed me to understand my mom so much better and it's allowed me to give so much of that ultimate continuous love to her as well, even though she's not used to it because I'm usually so afraid in a lot of ways. Like, because to me, that would be the ultimate rejection, you know? Like, a parent, you have... Because I know how much love I have. I know so deeply how much love I have for everyone that I know. And it's a lot. And so it would just be the most painful if a parent rejected that. And... I've just felt so rejected by her so many times in my life that it's the scariest in some ways. 
Um, so those have been my updates, I guess. Um, but I'm really excited to get settled in Shanghai to build hobbies and routines and then once I'm settled in my own little life to get to explore the city as well because I really think it's important to set up that base and yeah just so glad I'm also so so glad that the first part of the program took place in New York because and we got to know the people and now that there's at first the break made me nervous that like it was gonna be kind of awkward timing coming back um But now I think it's good. Like, it'll be some kind of distance so that it can almost feel like we... This little... Our friendships felt so new the whole summer because it's like, oh, it's only been the summer. But now that there's something to come back to, it kind of feels more solidified, um, which I'm really grateful for as well. So it's been nice to have reminders of what a life established in another country and another continent is like being here in, a, in London where I once lived. And then going to this new place um, just makes me excited. So, yeah, love beams. <laughs>